Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. How are you? Happy December. The last happy month of the year. December. Why is it? I remember when I didn't used to shop for Christmas until like Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's like when I was you that were girl 24. at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not anymore. Did you see all these Spotify things lately? It's like the 
tell us how special we are Spotify edition right now, which is really fun. So you should go on our Instagram because people are posting and that we're their number one podcast. So well, if you listen, warm and fuzzy, I know, uh, it's as like long America's, as they're not dicks, no, they're keep not that to yourself. It's not right. Christmas seasonal. <laughs> no, that's not, but thank you all for, if you listen on Spotify for tagging us and listening and showing us your love, that is real cool. Also, it is a benefit, I think, to listen on Spotify. So you could see like how many minutes you spend on what podcast and music you like and all that stuff. Yeah, it's much more interactive friendly. Yeah, yeah it is. Spotify is awesome. So clink, clink to the Spotify. Yeah. I haven't told you about all my car troubles. No. I know you've been dying to hear. Although I did call you yesterday and your car alarm was going off. Actually, you called me by accident. I answered. Oh, that's a whole other car troubles. Your car alarm My new car, I can't figure it out. Sometimes I go to like get in it and my key is in the car. It's just in my garage and the alarm goes off. That's what was happening yesterday, I'm assuming. I'm like, I didn't even know that it had an alarm. Like, why do we really need an alarm anymore? It's so stupid. Dude, the um, Tesla alarm is crazy bananas. Like you do not want to break into a Tesla. That alarm goes off like gnarly. I just don't think car alarms deter anybody. I don't know if they do either, to be honest with you. Yeah. They just cause embarrassment for me, really. Post Thanksgiving, I went camping Mm -hmm. in the cold. She went to Lake Arrowhead, which is like the mountainous area in California. And it's, I mean, it snows all winter there. It snows, but it doesn't snow. Like you have to go up like a little, like 30 more minutes to get to Big Bear where there's like real snow, but it snows occasionally in Lake Arrowhead. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, there's lots of beautiful outdoor activities, you know, so we're, um, we're game to go. And so we, we went and because we had decided to go so last minute there, we didn't have a lot of options, you know, but so I'm game for camping. Except always, maybe when I, I am always, um, except maybe when I, I felt the funk coming on at like the end oh. of the day. Oh, before you left. I had a good day there, but okay. then that night when we got to bed, I actually at the pizza place we had dinner at, I started to be like, something's not right. Funk. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then, and it's like below 30 degrees at night. So it was, um, it's real cold. And, you know, I had like the thing where I have to like, my nose starts running and you got to like wedge, like, you know, tissue up there. Like it looks like a tampon's coming out of your nose. Yeah. I've never done that, but I can imagine it. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) And I also do not want to camp in 30 degrees ever. So all of what you, you don't got when you going don't on. have a bathroom in an RV, it probably would be fine, but we are not self-contained. And I have the no. children who have to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. No and way. so do I No, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. So in the morning I woke up just like feeling like, butt so hoarse, it was really early. My husband could not get the coffee maker working. So we're like, we're out of here. Okay. Yeah. I just look at, I looked at my daughter in the morning and I'm like, I don't think we're going to stay two nights. She was like, you think? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you didn't like it that much either, huh? (laughs) 
I'm like, oh. But anyways, so we are like, let's just go get some coffee, you know, warm up. At least haven't, even if we don't camp when we're not, you know, we'll go enjoy the day. Well, couldn't get the damn car started. Oh. Yeah. And we were in my husband's truck because we were towing my trailer. Yeah. Wouldn't start. No. Wouldn't start. Then would start and then stop. It was a whole, ugh. let me tell you, getting a mechanic on a weekend, on a mountain, no. like holiday weekend, a disaster. Oh, man. So we're like, you know, oh my God. And he's just telling me like, if we get this thing going, like we're not, we're out of here. Dude. We're, we're going, we're going home. We got to get down yeah. the mountain, you know, cause I'm there's no like, coffee. Yeah. I couldn't, I was like, I'm going to have to go get an Uber and like rent a truck to like bring it back up here to like get our trailer. You know, I'm like all yeah. these crazy thoughts are going through my head. What I'm going to do. Anyways, we ended up getting the, the, the truck working and uh, went straight home. And you know what they said it is? What? It's just the biodiesel in cold temperatures. Oh, it doesn't work. It don't work. Okay. Well, I am glad. Well, I'm like, yeah. but uh, so I say. I have a I, diesel. Well, so it's not real. Yes, but here's the thing. You probably don't have biodiesel in all the pumps like we do in California. Because I'm like, well, what about the people in, you know, Minnesota? Yeah. That they be driving diesel trucks. And uh, my husband says, yeah, but it's regular diesel outside of California. Oh, yeah. We just we just mix it up here. Con for California again. If you're in cold temperatures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It's a real it's a real yeah. con. <laughs> hey, yeah. it's raining here right now and it's like 60 something degrees. And all the Texans are like, wow, it's so warm and it's raining mm. for the wintertime, you know. And I was like, this is this feels like California rain to me. Like everything oh. about it is like California. You're still, I'm still in a tennis skirt, tennis shoes and a sweatshirt and it's raining outside. It's lovely. It usually is only like this in the, like the late spring, but it's not, it's not freezing ass cold yet. So I am saying Texas for the win again. Well, it's been so chilly here. I am butt pasty. You, and I've got a couple things you, to go to. So I got a spray tan. Well, and I haven't showered yet. So I probably look kind of funky on you. You don't have our I tanning also got my, drops. I also. Um, or do you have our tanning drops? I wish I had our tanning drops, but they are sold out even to me. <laughs> so does everybody else. That then maybe I wouldn't them. have had to go get a spray tan. Yes, they are actually coming. I think they'll be shipping out this actual week. So. Everybody should get it. Even you, Gretchy, could use them. And that's for five crimes if you guys all wanted to know. But we should get to our crime for the day. Okie dokie. Today's story is that of Dawn and Rebecca Mellon. These two crazy kids were not a match made in heaven. More like a match made in the other place. A couple of very different, but both very broken roads that led them together. The Don Mellon we are talking about today is a junior. His father, Don Sr., was a prominent businessman in the Arizona because he owned a whole bunch of McDonald's franchises. Oh, so that is like the way to go, I think. It right? really is. 
yeah, you're like pretty, it's a pretty hands-off deal, I think. Anyways, Don Jr. was lucky enough to get himself all grown up and also become the owner of multiple Mickey D franchises himself. Don married his first wife, Karen, when they were young and in love, and that marriage resulted in three children. His daughter speaks really highly about the lifestyle she was brought up in, and her and her mother both speak really highly of Don, despite Karen expressing that she divorced him because of his issues with alcohol. While him and Karen were going through their divorce is when Don first set eyes on Rebecca. She was new on the Arizona scene and was working at a local club as a dancer. Don was a regular at the establishment called Bourbon Street Circus, which I really like that name for a club, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, according to the Arizona Central Press, he had been a regular at the Bourbon Street Circus since about the time Rebecca was in the first grade. Because Don was 17 years her senior. Mm -hmm. He was known at the club as DJ. And that's what Rebecca always called him. Rebecca did not have a privileged background like Don. And I think that factored into how she ended up working as a dancer. No shade if that is your chosen profession. But in the interest of keeping it real, I think we can all agree that more often than not, Dancers don't come from two-parent homes with white picket fences most of the time. Most okay? of the time, no. Right. And in Rebecca's case, she definitely didn't have an ideal upbringing. She spent most of her childhood in Omaha, Nebraska, where her and her parents didn't really vibe. She describes her parents as hyper-religious. She points to examples like when they found out she learned the words to the song Yellow Submarine by the Beatles mm -hmm. um, at school, they were real pissed because they deemed that like devil's music. I think house music is the devil's music personally. Like that is my idea of hell. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me house so music? crazy. I hate it. You used to drag me to the club in Vegas and we'd have to sit there. No. I no. like it. I do not like it. I do no. not like hardcore rap. That is not my jam at all. I don't really but, like uh, angry music is what I call it. Yeah, that's like hardcore rap. And it's called um, headbanging the, like the lithium station. Yeah, that's like the, um, the headbanger stuff. Yeah, I hate that stuff. Yeah, I don't my like husband that loves that stuff. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know much about everything that went on in Rebecca's childhood home, but whatever it was, we can assume it wasn't good because she spent a good part of it in the foster care system. Even she though they she, could, she couldn't listen to Red or Yellow Submarine? Yeah, I think. Weird, I, right? And I'm like speculating on this, okay? Because she says she had extended stays with her parents, but then would be like sent back to group homes. I think maybe she was like running away or being some kind of rebellious. And so they'd like give her up. Okay. Take her back. She was too much but, for them to handle. 
But Maybe. that is purely my speculation because I did not read that specifically. That's just kind of what I gathered from what, what I could piece together. Right. Okay. So she spent all this time going back and forth to group homes where she says that she was perpetually assaulted, which is not really hard to imagine. You hear that mm-hmm. all the time, right? Yeah. When she aged out of the system, she moved into the basement of an abusive boyfriend's mother. She feared for her life in that basement. Her boyfriend would hold a gun to her when she talked about leaving him, but she still managed to sneak out in the night and get herself to Minnesota. She says she was surprised to see snow because she thought it was a warm state. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She was was really sheltered. She really was. I mean, geography was definitely not her strong suit in school. Worse than yours, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they had her really sheltered. Like, I also read something about, like, uh, she couldn't even watch the Smurfs. But then it's like the group home situation and, like, giving her up just doesn't... Yeah, you know, right? It doesn't, like, all add up together. But, you know, some people are super weird. (laughs) Insight from Tab. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So... She checked into a motel and she recalls that the woman that worked at the desk told her, you know, girl, like if you're looking for warm, you should go to Arizona. She gave her a little geography lesson. It's true. And that's exactly what she did eventually. But before that, while in Minnesota, she got herself a job at the Mall of America. Obviously, the coolest thing about Minnesota, I think. Mm-hmm. And she got herself a husband who also worked at the oh. mall. Yeah. The barely legal newlyweds had a son together. According oh, no. to Rebecca, it ended up being another abusive relationship. I can only imagine how hard it was for them to manage childcare for a newborn on mall employee wages. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything just seems, I mean, just from my my experience camping, everything seems more stressful when you're cold. I think it's cold all the time in Minnesota. Like I can't imagine I would lose it. Right. It's like you have to put so many clothes on just the like layers that you have to wear and then having, it's just, it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. And can you imagine the like electric bill? Like kill. Okay. All right. So to make ends meet, Rebecca started working at strip clubs. She discovered she really had a knack for it because she acquired regular customers who would tip her just so she would sit and listen to them. Not surprisingly, her marriage did not last. When one of her customers gave her $20,000 to go make a life for her and her son in Arizona, she bounced from Minnesota to AZ. Rebecca was 23 now and wasn't in Phoenix very long before she met DJ while she was working at the Bourbon Street Circus. You know, I I did. I looked this place up. It looks pretty upscale. It's hard to tell because, you know, they don't there's never like a lot of pictures of inside of a of a strip club. No, is it? It's still there, though, huh? It's still there. And actually, it is rated as the number one adult entertainment establishment in Phoenix on Yelp, if anyone is looking for something like that. (laughs) Okay. 
Okay. So when Don met Rebecca, he got her to go out to lunch with him because he told her that he needed a new secretary and she should go work for him. So she's probably thinking like, that sounds nice. He thinks of me as someone who's really, you know, got it together, you know, that makes a good impression. But in reality, you know, that's not so much what he was thinking. Um, oh, side Dawn's note, a dirt bag. That, I could just yeah, tell. Uh, listen, that I know it's it's like weak sauce, but that that little that little manipulation to be like the older man to get her to go out with you under the pretense that I'm going to give you a job really yeah. irritates me. And let me tell you why. Because Back in my 20s, I had a customer at the Outback who I mentioned I did childcare in addition to, you know, slinging steaks. Mm -hmm. And he asked me if I could help him out with his kids over the summer and wanted to take me to dinner. I agreed. It was totally creepy. And when I didn't agree to go back to his place and go in his jacuzzi so we could listen to Sade. I disqualified myself from the uh, childcare position. Oh, hell to the no. Listen, by the way, you know, he came back into Outback and he told Mike, the bartender, that he took me to dinner, but he didn't fuck me because I had the flattest ass he'd ever seen. Oh, my God. Who is this douche? Do I know who he is? I wish I remember. I Well, I wish I remembered his name, but I don't. And I do have a pancake butt, Okay. But there was never a single moment that I considered anything of the sorts with that yeah, dude. You're like, you know, I never was ever going to you. Ever, ever. Yeah. Right. I was just always looking to make extra money. Also, was he so, married? No, he was. No. He was divorced. That's why the wife had the I mean, so he says, right? Yeah. Who knows? But anyways, so, you know, I. uh and thanks, I Mike, the bartender, have, for telling you that. What an asshole. Mike, too. the bartender, was a dick. He, he laughed about the whole thing. Yeah, he was kind of a dick. And sorry, Mike. I mean, maybe you're better not now. Sorry. I don't know. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. But, you know, when that guy came back in, I shouldn't have, like, avoided him and been embarrassed about the whole thing. I should have, like, told him off. Yeah. Should have been like, what are you thinking? Like, using your children as bait? Yeah, you gross. know. Totally gross. And um, since I didn't do it then, I don't know your name. But if you are the old creepy dude who was hanging out at Outback <laughs> circa 2003 with a maroon PT cruiser, oh go God. fuck yourself. <laughs> okay? Oh, <I laughs> you know I, who you are. I think I do remember now. Um, <laughs> yes, he was a creep. <laughs> and he for sure is listening, by the way. <laughs> For sure. Somebody tell him. Okay. And remember, we actually thought PT Cruisers were cool. I think we like went out to the parking lot to like check it out. Oh, that was right when they first came out. It was like a new. Yeah, Yeah. it was like right when they first came out. Yeah. And it wasn't 2003, by the way. I think it was like more like 2001 or 2000. Oh, maybe. Yeah. 2000 ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, enough about me. When Dawn told Rebecca the whole secretary job wasn't going to really happen, she started dating him. Oh. She moved in with him right away and they got married and tattooed. Oh. Yeah. 
I guess they had multiple matching tattoos, but Don also had Rebecca tattooed across his stomach, like thug mm-hmm. lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. the big, the yeah. big text. Sexy. And Rebecca, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and Rebecca had DJ's Playhouse tattooed above her couch. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Well, that's funny, but um, this isn't it. Rebecca says it took about six months for Don's jealousy issues to come out. Mm-hmm. She tried to accommodate him. For example, he wanted her to quit working at the club. And so she did. But when she found other jobs at like restaurants or retail, he found problems with those two and would show up and make a scene that would either result in her being fired or quitting. Don became physically abusive this is indisputable. It's it's on tape. A lot of tapes. Uh, Don had a thing for surveillance cameras, which I will circle back to. At this point, I just want to take a second to point out Rebecca's pattern of jumping from abuser to abuser is, is so typical, right? Part of like yeah. battered women's cycle is confusing familiarity with love, which mm-hmm. is why abuse becomes really a magnetic force in their struggle to detach from it, you know? Yeah. It really sucks, obviously, for her, but I also her young son. Remember, she's got him with her. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't the only child that was involved in this dysfunctional picture. Remember, Don had three kids. One of his daughters gave an interview and describes thinking Rebecca was really fun when she met her. Don's ex-wife, not and still isn't a fan. She's got some beef, some that sounds logical and some that doesn't. Ex-wife Karen says that Rebecca took her daughters out egging houses. I mean, it's not good to promote vandalism with the youth, right? Stick to toilet paper if you must. She also says the amount of alcohol they consumed was extra. I, I get that as a concerned parent, sure. Mm-hmm. But what a much worse offense of Rebecca's is that she says Rebecca showed her daughters a photo of her performing oral on their daddy. Oh, and that God, is that is real please. offensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I am with the ex-wife on that. But I still have a lot of issues with her because um, she blames Rebecca for Dawn being abusive. She says that when her and Don were married, he never laid a hand on her and that Rebecca antagonized Don to the point that he became physical with her. She says from the moment they met, he became this DJ character, you know, like Rebecca called him. And, you know, just to dissect her point of view a little, I mean, it is possible that Rebecca antagonized Don. I mean, I've seen that. It, I, you've seen that. It absolutely mm-hmm. You know, it absolutely happens um, in toxic relationships. You know, that whole cycle is a mess. But just to be clear, it it doesn't matter how antagonistic someone is. You don't get to abuse them. You just, you no. just don't, you know. Yeah, it's you can not, leave. It's d- yeah, you can leave. Yeah. So there's a video where Don drags Rebecca by the legs and throws her into the pool after he kicks the cat. There's a video of him... Ugh hitting her and then dumping like dumping a bottle of water on her. It was so like humiliating. And those kind of incidents went on for years, apparently. 
In the last year of Don and Rebecca's seven-year marriage, the police were called to the house 21 times for domestic abuse. On one occasion when Don was arrested, it says in the police report, Rebecca told officers, you have no idea what you did to me. He's going to kill me now. She says that her fear of him killing her had recently escalated because the latest threat he had for her was that he was this close to calling a hitman. He said that he knew a guy that would make it look like a robbery and then he could be done with her. On the evening of July 31st, 2012, Rebecca's son was away at a sleepover. Thankfully, Don was in the living room and made a call to one of his daughters asking her to call him back. But before the call ends, you hear him say on the voicemail, hey, what the fuck? And then there's a shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Rebecca was the shooter. Oh. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone. And I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year. And I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? 
Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me? And for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well, then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes, Hormone Harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. The incident 
was not just caught on voicemail. It was also caught on the surveillance Tape, right? cameras yeah. in the house. Yeah. That's what I would have thought. Right. Yeah. So she shot Don a single time on the side of the head and then he collapsed. And then she sat down in close proximity to him and smoked a cigarette. After 16 minutes of her just sitting there smoking, Don appears to try to get up and then he collapses again. 23 minutes after the shot was fired, Rebecca called 911. In the call to 911, she is obviously intoxicated. Uh-huh. She is slurring her speech and she doesn't really sound panicked. She sounds like a Kardashian. She well, says, she's not panicked. She just sat there and smoked a cigarette next to his body because she's like, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm done with you. She sound, This is what she sounds like. She's like, hi, come over. My husband is bleeding. And the dispatcher is like, what happened? And she's like, I don't know. Are you, are you coming? He's <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> like, I'm not exaggerating that. That's how she talks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's so it's like not going to work for her in the future. That the tone of her phone call. Mm-hmm. I can't so imagine. an ambulance arrived and Don was pronounced dead a short time later. And Rebecca was arrested that night. She repeatedly fell asleep in police custody. She was just a mess, but she was coherent enough to say that she doesn't remember what happened and she still doesn't. Was she just on alcohol or was she on more than that? Yes. Just Just alcohol. alcohol. Okay. And uh, this is not, I'm not justifying it or anything, but I mean, they were known to drink a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, started they started early they drank a lot like fists of alcohol every day wow you know okay well when the news first broke about the story it was like you know young wife murders husband waits 23 minutes to call police and when the tape is played you know of her 911 call i mean it sounds like pretty ruthless yeah. you know i mean it kind of plays out like gold digger you know, wife kills husband, you know, like that whole thing. Yeah. Well, a notorious attorney in the area came to Rebecca's defense by the name of Jennifer Wilmot, who is mostly known for being Jody Aris's. How am I going to, I'm going to say that wrong. Arias. Jody Arias. Attorney. Uh Uh-huh. It sounds like she was all revved up to take it to trial. She sent Rebecca to a psychologist who diagnosed her with battered women's syndrome. And she reviewed all the surveillance video from the house, which shows, you know, clear cut, unprovoked incidents of Dawn's violence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what she was up against was that 911 call and the video of Rebecca smoking while Mm -hmm. Dawn bled out for 23 minutes minutes. And by the way, Rebecca told police in her interview that she called, she didn't know what happened, but she called right away. So, you know, it's like, no, and like, does she remember? I think she remembers. You do. I, I think she was completely intoxicated, no doubt. 
but I think she remembers what happened. What happened like right before that? Did he hit her or was there anything on the camera where? No, like, they weren't even in this. They weren't even in the same room. Like, I wonder what drove her to that or if she had been thinking about it for a long time and then finally like caught the courage, like the liquid courage, you know, they say. Well, she kind of says it's because of the she was afraid that he was. So all of the surveillance videos that are played in the house, there's no audio to it. Mm-hmm, it's just right. Video. So we don't know yeah. what was said between them earlier in the day. Okay. But she sort of she has this thing about which to, you know, Dawn's family's defense, they say it's total crap. But she says that, he, you know, he was going to call a hitman. And so, you know, it's possible that she interpreted him being on the phone with his daughter as he's making the call. Okay. And that's when she walked, you know. Yeah, it's... It's a good defense for her, I guess. Yeah. It is a defense. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to defend, you know, shooting someone when it's not self-defense, like in the moment, right? Did she know there was surveillance in the house? She, I mean, she, yeah, she had, they were all over the house and the backyard. Why was he so worried? I think she was so intoxicated. Well, his ex-wife says that he was worried she was going to kill him, which if you've seen the tape of him handling her, like she doesn't even fight back. She's a tiny little like dancer girl. She's not going to be. No, she. What what does this ex-wife have? Like she's still manipulated by him from the grave. Yeah. I mean, I do think we kind of see that. We see that, you know, people don't want to, and I don't really, I like, I do feel for them because they experience trauma and loss and, you know, all of that. And he has, and I don't want to judge their, yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah, but I think sometimes it's just really hard for people to recognize. I think a lot of times people think if they admit something about someone that they're somehow not the same person that they love. Right. And, you know, you can do both things. True. Right. Right. Okay. So I think it was a crapshoot whether or not a jury would sympathize with Rebecca. Right. She was facing the rest of her life locked up away from her son if they didn't. So Rebecca pled guilty to second degree murder and took a 20 year sentence. That was smart. Yeah. I found a couple of things really difficult about this case. One is in all the headlines, you know, it's like stripper wife, cold blooded kills the husband, you know, first of all, she hadn't been stripping for like a minute. Right. So that's like them printing, you know, Outback server wife does something awful. If either one of us like committed an offense, it's which obviously we would never clickbait. It's yeah. It's like crazy. And I told you, Dawn was a regular patron. How come, how come it's such a double standard? How come it's never like strip our customer, you know, like whatever, <laughs> like, I mean, what is, what is, I'm not douche judging bag, either one, but like what is, what is worth being wife, a regular customer or, or making a living? Hey, listen, this is what I'm I think listening. they're both the same, like the same. This is what it I don't care said. which one you do. It should have said douchebag Don wife beater gets killed by his abusive wife. 
who may or may not have been a stripper in the past. I don't know. I mean, want to throw that <laughs> in there too? So. Fine. No. Um, but it's hard. I think abuse is abuse is awful, and it is. I think we have a big, big, big problem in this um, country and probably other countries as well. But I know more about it in in the United States. But you know, psychologically being like being abused puts crazy shit in your head. Right. And I think that sometimes you just can't take it anymore and you snap. Yeah. I think she snapped and she snapped and yeah, she smoked a cigarette and she sat by him probably thinking like, that's the last time you're going to hurt me. Yeah. And I'm not justifying that. (laughs) But I think the other difficult uh, part of this case is Don's family, you know, playing the blame game and justifying like his violence against her. Like that is that makes me just like cringe so much. Um, I don't think that serves anyone, you know. It doesn't. You know, it's also difficult to think about the fact that her her poor son like witnessed all of this. It's awful he's you know on his own i mean i don't know how he deals with it hey when did what some year was this sleuthing 2012 okay so she's dude she's gonna be out she's probably already 2032 out. no 2032 why 32 no she'll be out soon. sentence yeah but she'll be out soon okay well i just i i looked her up today no <laughs> when is her parole so, <laughs> she doesn't have parole it just says 20 years to expected release date is 2032. She'll get out sooner. Okay. But she's already been in there for a minute. Yeah. yeah 10 listen, years. I'm fine with, I'm fine Actually, with her being released now. 11, uh, going on 12 years. 12. Yeah. yeah. Through some web sleuthing, um, I found her son on social media. And it does appear, you know, that he has a lot of support. There was a GoFundMe page, which is no longer like donatable for his mother's clemency petition, which he had shared, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, I hope he's like in touch with her and everything. Yeah. It, ap- it appears so. As for Rebecca, she is at the women's prison in Goodyear, Arizona mm-hmm. and will, which is like, I mean... I've driven by this prison multiple times and I think this is like the fourth person we've covered that's at that prison. Do you want to stop by and I want to know say hi to all of them? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You should. One of these one of these days, right? Okay. Well, so she will her scheduled release tab is 2032. So we'll see. Okay. On Mm. the upside for her, she was bleach blonde before she went in. You know, I say that is what will keep me out, right? Yes. Like, I don't know. Brown hair does not work for me. I cannot be going to prison. No, 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 no. Okay. But it is working for Rebecca. I think she looks better. Well, sometimes that bleach, bleach, bleach blonde does not work well with everybody's skin tone. So I agree that sometimes the darker hair, what color is it? It's like dark brown. brown. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's got a darker. She has, coat. She's has like a olive complexion. Yeah, though. that works. That works. And what color eyes? Oh, uh, I can't recall. 
Okay. I, I mean, I think they were light, but yeah, dark hair, light eyes is always works. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I looked up her records, right? Mm-hmm. Saw her most recent mugshot. She had like 20 something infractions. Oh, that's a lot. 2000. And so, yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah, since 2017, she entered. <laughs> yeah. They are listed as minor. Like but what? Let me tell you. Well, it doesn't say exactly what they are. Okay. It just says discipline, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's all I could get offline. You can look it up for yourself. Sometimes it's Arizona it just, page of corrections. It just depends on what prison it is, but some of them actually tell you what they've done. Some of them don't tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. Anything. It's all state by state. Yeah. 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 I love it when they tell you everything. Okay. So um, in her latest mugshot, she's like, she's got a full beat. Okay. So I'm thinking that the infractions have something to do with cosmetics contraband. A, right? She has a full what? you know how they say a full beat, like she, it's a full face of makeup, full face tab, all kinds of makeup on. Okay. Glamazon. How? I'm telling you, I'm thinking that's why she's getting the infractions because she is getting the, the cosmetics (laughs) snuck into her. (laughs) I probably, because I have watched all those shows. I know how they do with the, you know, Pen, the magazines, the yeah, and the pencil and everything. Uh, yeah, listen, like, uh, no, this is not that. This is good. Otherwise, makeup. when she gets out, she needs to start a TikTok about how to prison do makeup. prison makeup because I think she can make a lot of money. Okay, so I would be like, I would want that makeup too. I would be the getting the infractions also. Because if you can't yeah, get Botox you and you can't get your hair done, then... You have to use some sort of makeup. Mm-hmm. And the lighting, I'm sure, sucks real bad in that. She's got a nice smile. No, it's, it's really like one of the best mugs I've seen. Okay. So what do we think? What, I mean, what do we mm-hmm. think about the, the sentence, the whole thing? I think she was smart for taking a plea deal because she probably would have got life otherwise. Because even, you know, I... I think we've covered a case before where a woman was a um, a sex worker and she killed the guy. Remember, she like reached over and killed him after he was doing something to her, abusing her. And she got life in prison. And it's like, dude, she was just I think she was self-defense. But, you know, I just I don't think people are going to buy the cigarette smoking. Well, uh, I think that is interesting. Yeah. Because the, so the judge in this case really like read her the riot act, mm-hmm. like at the end, even though you take a plea, like the judge actually yeah. hands you your right. sentence, you know? And she like went off on her about sitting there for, you know, 23 And minutes. was it, it was a woman blah, blah, judge. Blah. And here's the thing I think about going up against a jury. If your defense is going to be something along the lines of, you know, you were perpetually abused is mm-hmm. in all those jury questionnaires, they're going to say, have you been, abused? were you abused? Yeah. Have you been close to someone abused? And if you haven't been, you likely don't get it. Oh, right. <laughs> so you're not, so you're not going to oh, sympathize. 100%. So that defense is not, is not going to work. I right? have talked to plenty of people that and one very close person to me that has never been around people that have been abused 
or abused or like, it's just, it hasn't even been. So they think. So they, oh, 100%, but they don't know. Right. So Mm -hmm. they have no personal experience with it. And when I explain how somebody could feel after they're abused or how they could keep going back to that person, they don't get it. Like they're like, that just doesn't happen. Or for instance, I was, I know of a really abusive ex-husband that was totally manipulating and he is the nicest guy in the world to everybody else. And people are like, it just, it couldn't, it couldn't happen. He could never be like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, you just like, you just don't know, just don't know. And I, I know it can happen. I mean, I've seen it with my my very own eyes. You know, in the wise words of Christina Ricci, who is like one of the few people who spoke up after the Danny Masterson conviction, you know, there are lots of guys that, you know, we can know and love that we've been friends with forever that have done really bad things. It's true. It, it, it's true. It's true. And you do not know what goes on behind closed doors, you know, 100%. So I, I think it's a, it's a bad situation that turned worse. And, it's just really sad. Yeah. You know, that guy obviously didn't deserve to die, but he also should not have been abusing anybody ever. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're going to, if we're going to say that she antagonized him to hit her, I mean, couldn't you say like he antagonized her to shoot him? Kill him? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't want to say either one. No, but yeah. But, but right. But if you are going to say, if you are going to say that, it goes both I mean, ways. Yeah, it does. Crazy. I didn't tell you this. It is my daughter's birthday today. Happy birthday, Kyla King. <laughs> yes. And I feel like you were just born a minute ago. Oh my God, girl. I was sick. I couldn't see you at the hospital. I was so sick. 14 years ago. It's so bananas. But okay, I told you guys that she she's loving this ghost hunting, right? So she's mm-hmm. talked me in to taking her to a haunted hotel. Did I tell you this yet? Yes. I got the room. I got the most haunted room has the most activity in oh the God. whole entire room. Okay. And so I'm doing that. I bet you'll weekend. sleep. No, I think I, you could sleep through anything. Oh, okay. So funny that you say that <laughs> because I did think about that, but I am scared shitless to do this, by the way, the hotel, it's a bed and breakfast and on the, on the, um, website, it says no longer serving breakfast. So it's just a bed <laughs> and it, it is nothing. I mean, it is eight bedrooms. I have no idea where it is in downtown Fort Worth. It doesn't look fancy by any stretch of the imagination, but we are solely going there to ghost hunt. Okay. Um, and, and people think because we do true crime that we're like into this paranormal stuff too, but it is totally different. So this is very out of my comfort zone. Um, oh, yeah. We're not into paranormal shit. And we're not into like gory TV. No. Like, Walking no. Dead. Walking Dead. Like, no. Like no. Okay. My no. daughter likes all of that. Okay. The, yeah, she's now opposite. I'm, she's opposite. I'm like, I'm now I'm going 
ghost hunting in the middle of the night at some random freaking hotel. Okay. So on top of that, she needs ghost hunting equipment. So my husband bought something and I, I thought it was some, I opened this package today and it is a, it looks like a recorder, a recorder from like 1993. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I thought it was some sort of bomb, right? Cause it was <laughs> like, who is sending this random package to us? Um, and so I sent him a picture and I was like, what the F is this? And he's like, oh, it's, it's Kyla's ghost hunting birthday present. I'm Who like, this from shit? 1993, it's old. Okay. So then I look up the guy's name who sent it because I'm like, who sends this old equipment that looks very strange to me. And he, it's a guy from uh, a show, like a famous ghost hunter. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to, that was when I was walking out when I was walking out to, to do this podcast, I sent him the text and he sent it back to me and I looked him up and I was like, is this the guy you got it from? He's on this show. He was like, yeah, that's him. I don't know, but I will give you an update uh, on Patreon next week. Good for him. He's, he's side hustling his equipment. Yes. He is side hustling our skin regimens. Totally true. Um, but I'll give you an update on Patreon. Also, um, all of our Patreon listeners are getting something special for Christmas. So if you went, want in on the action, go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime or follow us on Apple clink clink club or um, Spotify. And uh, you'll get a little Christmas treat from the two Listen, of us. A lot of, you got a lot of, I know you're going to have your kids home with you over the break. You're going to have a lot of stuff to be doing. And now is a great time to join Patreon or subscribe, catch up on old episodes. The one this week, I think was like, I liked it. I liked it too. It Mixing came out it today. We're recording on Game the Game Show Crimes. Game Show Crimes. Um, I am so proud of you. We're hustling our Patreon right now. <laughs> this Merry is so Christmas. out of of Gretchen's <laughs> comfort zone. I am like my. Well, heart, you generally do it enough full. for me, <laughs> yeah, and everyone else. My yeah. heart is so full. Also, we have merch, you guys. So Christmas presents. Uh, go to housewivesoftruecrime.com. Click on the merch link. And we have sweatshirts and some hats. And I promise you, you'll love them. They're super, super comfy. And they just got shipped out today. So all of you that ordered before, you should be getting them any day. I think that's all for this Monday's episode. So hopefully you guys all have a really, really lovely week. And you're getting all of your shopping done for all of your Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever else you want to celebrate. Okay. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.